episode sponsored by T? This episode sponsored by Lipton. What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Catch Your Life. I am Casey, a sex-positive queer person of color who happens to model and is extremely into fitness and mental health. Official. Okay. I'm with my co-host, Michelle. Hello, my name's Michelle, and I'm a black person who cares about black people and all that affects us internally and externally. Yes. Yes, yeah, that's all I said. <laughs> Okay. Oh, no, his is official. <laughs> yeah, mine is official. Like, I'm out here. And we have a special guest today, and I am so excited for this special guest. Reese. DJ Reese. DJ, how you thought, yes. Reese? You're so, out here. Um, I'm Reese. I'm a black queer woman of color, and I DJ, and I also make music. Yes, we and love. And I'm also okay. looking to lay somebody door that down. <laughs> okay. I'm like, what? She's about to say. <laughs> they got out of pocket really quick. But Real no, quick. we are having a gayness, queer identity, racial identity, gender identity episode. So I figured what, who better to bring in mm. than a queer woman of color yes. who gets hit with adversities every single day. Reese is a CEO of The Hype House, a, oh, a yes. creative collaboration on Instagram. <laughs> it's at The Hype House. And she is also a producer and a DJ and an event planner. So she's out here. She's doing things. And she has a lot of adversities and people discriminating against her while she does it. So give praise to that queen. Okay, so through this episode, we have a series of segments. And the first segment is vent session. And vent session is where we talk about relationships, life frustrations, self-realizations, and what we've been up to throughout this week and last week. So, Michelle, you want to go first? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> sure. What you been up to? Went through it. Uh, I really haven't been up to much, but today, around approximately 3.15 p.m., I got rejected. <laughs> Set time, everything. Set time. I got Oops. rejected from my first graduate school rejection Damn. of this year. Excuse me, yeah. let me, let me correct that. This year. So. But it was in Texas. It's not that bad. It's not, I guess. It was a shot in the dark. Yeah, it was. It was very blind. Just, just shooting. What's so great about Texas? Texas is really. I've only been to. I've only been to Dallas, and it's really just. I don't know. It's just. Um, I heard Houston's good though. Houston. Yes. I think Houston's like the most diverse mm -hmm. city in the country or something it's like very that. Very good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I can see that. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And working, slaving. What do you do? You so got two I, jobs, one? Yes, I tutor, and I'm a PTA. She's okay. out here. Multiple streams of income. Yeah, we have a queen with multiple. <laughs> that's what I call it. Struggling. My week has been crazy, fun, stupid, mm. angry. like. Mm. And my message that I wanted to get through this week is it's okay to struggle. Like, everybody has a struggle season, you know what I mean? From Kylie Jenner's struggle, Lip Kit's well, struggle, struggle, to MC Hammer's struggle. Everybody, it's a spectrum. Don't try to come for her. <laughs> who? Uh, That's not this type of episode. Who? Kylie? She struggles? <laughs> where? where? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, what? where? At what part in her life? What, when her lips are too small? <laughs> Jesus. There was a struggle. Before the surgery? <laughs> Before the surgery. 
Oh my god. No, but like struggling builds your character though. Does it not? No, yes, most definitely. Yeah, I and agree. I feel like on um social media, a lot of people don't act like they struggle, which is problematic because I feel like we need to see that representation of struggle. So I should post my rejection. Yes. Guys, <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> so today <laughs> for real. <laughs> Lord. Yeah. But no, I definitely agree. People yeah. just I mean, you're not gonna post sad things. Even when they do, people judge them off of that. Some exactly. people might even be people like are always getting judged. Yeah. Mm. People are gonna be like, Oh, why why are you crying online? Why you want people to see this? You want attention. If you post a rejection, I can see that. Why, why are you showing that? Because guess what? You should have showed the good. <laughs> you know, it's just like exactly, exactly. If, you, if you post the bad, people say you should have showed the good. If you post the good, it's like it make you make it look like you never showed. You can't struggle. win. So like, you can never you win. You can't lose <laughs> No, but this is when psychology comes in, like fight or flight. You know what I mean? Right. You either have to fight or you have to, or you flee the scene. Yeah. And I'm not like that. You guys fight or fighters? I'm a fighter, bitch. I'm a fighter too. I like to think I'm a fighter because I don't think I don't give up, and I always find a different way, even if it's not the same, you know, the same method. I try to find a different way, but you know, it's easier to give up sometimes. Yeah. It really is. It really is easy. But I will never give up. I just feel like I have so much within myself that I can see myself getting to the end goal. So it's just like, I'm not going to give up. Like, yeah. I'm not done dragging her, so don't pick up the bitch. Yeah. Like, oh, damn. That's a good one. Yes. Like, <laughs> I'm never going to give up. And that's just how I feel. Especially with med school, I feel like it was a different fight or flight. Because people think that I gave up on it or whatever, but it actually wasn't my true passion. Like, I really want to be true. in entertainment. So I had to fight to get out of that situation and do what I really wanted. It wasn't right. playing the scene. Right, right, right. What about relationships, Michelle? Why you gotta start with me? I don't, <laughs> I don't got nothing to say. And I, oh! Uh, one thing, well, it's not a relationship, it's just a situation. I went out with my friend a couple weeks ago or whatever, and this guy, <laughs> and this guy had asked for my number or whatever. I shouldn't have gave it to him. Because I was not interested. Oh, wait, what happened with that? Man has called me in, every day oh for my the past God. two weeks. So, but recently he called me, and I was on the toilet. I said, it came up, I said, answer. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, hey, Michelle. I said, hey, what's, what's up? Sir? He started saying, uh, what did he say? He said, oh, uh, I was wondering. Like, I hate when people make it seem like they're doing me a favor. Yeah. He was like, I was wondering if we can go out. And guess what? I'll even drink. Brother. <laughs> First of all, Put back up. What are you trying to say? Like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> I'll even drink. And then I was <laughs> I was like, uh, no, nah, I'm going to my friend's house. Uh be hanging out or whatever. And he was like, um, oh, where do you live? So we met at Riverdeck. Mm -hmm. So he says, oh, we can go back to Riverdeck. I said, no. I, cause I was like, I'm not, I don't feel like going out. Like, what are you talking about? No, I'm not going back to Riverdeck. And it was Sunday. So I was like, no. And he was like, um, I only live 35 minutes from there. I said, where do you live? This nigga live at in Princeton, New Jersey. <laughs> talking about, oh, it's only 30 minute drive. I said, no, the hell is not. <laughs> More like 59 if minutes. If you got on the train, it would be like, next stop, Princeton Junction. I said, <laughs> I, said I said, no, 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 no. And then I just, I just after I hung up, because I think my friend was calling. After I hung up, I just blocked him. I said, I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, he, he was oh, calling me too much. Yes, blocked. <laughs> and then I got a call from some, what is it? Like a unknown number. That unknown number. Uh, yesterday, but I was uh, doing something. Nigga, you're not slick. Right. Like, so you're, you're, trying to you're, doing, you're doing too much. I don't even know you. Come on. <laughs> Get it together. But anyway, that's all. Reese, what about you? Relationships. Oh, that shit non-existent. What but app were you on, though? You had success on it. The Hinge. Hinge, I'm okay. I'm trying to have success on it. I thought I met this 
little cute Indian girl. It turns out she's from South Asia, I guess. Wait, how did that happen? <laughs> Wait, is Hinge Hinge isn't in the state? It's like No, no, no. Her, her oh. culture. She's a first generation or okay. uh, kid, you know. Like, yeah, okay. Like, yeah. So, I don't think she's living in South yeah. Asia right now. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh, let's see. What, what kind I'm of just trying to figure her out, like, culturally, you know? Yeah. She, you know, I want to learn something new. Because I'm just a black American. Like, like what did she, and what what happened? What what left? Did anything go left? She cool? You still talking to her? No, nah, yeah, she cool. She uh, actually, she's studying for the LSATs right now. Um. But trust me, I just swiped like yesterday, and we just started talking yesterday. So this is literally take this as a grain of salt, oh, okay. please, yeah. everybody. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I don't. Yeah, we don't give like, names. That's yeah. why we don't give names out we here in the streets. But so. yeah, so it's it's cool conversational wise. But there was this one girl I was trying to life so hard, so bad. So she got on the you, cover. Well, excuse, 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 excuse me. Excuse me. You said you were trying to like her so bad. Wife, I was trying to oh, wife. wife her. Oh, I'm like, you're trying to like her? So what was going on? Nah, I, I, tr- I tried that too. It didn't work out. She's trying to shape moisture. Yeah, let me, let me show you the drawing I was talking to right She's quick. Shave her, baby. Yeah, she hit the back to school website. That's her right there. I was talking to her or whatever. Yeah. And things were cool. Like, I thought we set up dates, this, that. We get to the day we're supposed to hang out. She's going to be like, oh, I ain't got no car. Really, nigga? <laughs> you knew that when we set up these plans. Okay. Wait. <laughs> like, baby girl. That's crazy. And just shit just kept happening. Yeah. Like, I couldn't win for losing. Oh. Like, it's like, oh, she's the iffy but, type. So then the one time that she could go, she only got a car. <laughs> Got a car, <laughs> set up. Bitch, how she get to the same moisture uh, photo shoot? She live with her mom. Like that's what I mean. Like how do you get the same moisture photo shoot? I had to call her out. I had to call her out on it because I don't know. She want me as a motherfucking pen pal. Like she's not even using me. Like bitch, I will drive to you, Shea Moisture. Like oh, I will God. drive to your house. You know, Yo, that so, shit used to be so real when we were little, the pen pals, when we used yeah. to pen pal to other schools. <laughs> I used to be like, damn, I'm never going to meet this pen pal ever. But, I'm but he knows all my secrets. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, like, she just wanted to keep talking. And I'm just like, yo, I really say, hit me up when you get a car. I don't know. And I don't care yeah. anymore. At this point, yeah. sis. Bye, Shea Moisture. Next. You're crazy. <laughs> Over and out. Bye. Wait, so what annoys you in a relationship, being a queer woman of color? What annoys you? What annoys me is that uh, that's tough because especially being gay, it's a lot that comes with it, especially, like, the gender roles. Like, I hate yeah. that because I don't get me wrong. I started. I started. I started. I get myself into it, but I don't know how to get out. You know what I you mean? You start what? As gender far roles? as, like, as far as, like, swooning and, like, trying to get some a girl, you know? Like, yeah. let me take you out. Like, I'm that nigga, but I don't say it like that. <laughs> yeah. Let me treat you. Like, yeah. no. Like, if you want to eat, I got you. Let's go. Oh. Yeah, That's it. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, But, casual... bitch, you better have me back the next time, right? But just That's like, the thing. <laughs> but I'm just not, say it. But I just, got to. And, and think about it. It's Communication like, is key. Right. But the thing is, but people have to have common sense, right? Uh-huh. To an That's extent, what I mean. if I treat you, maybe the next time you don't have... We, it might end up we paying for our own stuff, but at, one, at some point you gotta treat me back just for the simple reciprocation. Right. I give you give common me. Right. The, the common, common courtesy. Yeah. Exactly. And now why am I treating you every time? Yeah. Like that's exactly. crazy. We <laughs> both broke. <laughs> we both broke. Well, Literally. Oh 
somebody does treat you all the time, it's like one time, like, why are you like, you know, oh, because you're the more masculine one in a relationship, you're supposed to pay for it because men pay or whatever they, it's you know. Gender that's so roles dumb. Again. Yeah, that's yeah. so, so stupid. That's I'm so stupid. the softest, most sensitive, you'll <laughs> <laughs> ever, like, meet. When like, it comes down crazy. to it. So do how do you think, deal no, with sorry. that, though? I'm dealing. I don't know how to stop it, though. Like, I don't know. Maybe I should talk to a nigga bitch. Like, <laughs> maybe I should talk to somebody with a bitch queen. A stud. A oh, that would be interesting. life dyke. So, Non-binary. I saw, I saw some tweet. Sorry. I saw some tweet. Was it a tweet meme? Something like that. And it said... When you there was ra- you were raised to be polite, so you always said yes sir, yes ma'am. But now you gotta unle- unlearn all of that because you can't assume gender. Yeah. I said, well, I know generational like, traumas. Yes, ma'am. And then, <laughs> generational like, traumas. <laughs> Hi, how you doing, folks? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I gotta do that too because I know I realize that a lot of times I always say, hey guys, mm-hmm. even when if it's, it's all it could be all women, women. Yeah. and I'd be like, hey guys, but that's just because like let's say it's all women and one guy. If I say, hey ladies. Then it's like offensive, I guess, to say that if yeah. a man a man's in the room. But I'm trying to work on saying non, you know, non-gender terms. But it really is just ingrained. In you. You'd be like, "Hey, ma'am. Oh, yeah. how you doing, sir? Hey, girl. It's tough. Oh. It is tough. Wait, so you think? Sometimes, yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> don't even look at them in the eyes. You don't want to offend them. <laughs> Lord. I was going to say, do you think that it's similar? Because I know for me, being fucking gay with guys, I feel like all these guys are whores. Do you feel like like it's like that with women? I mean, not now because I'm in a relationship right now. It probably is. And that's why this shit ain't working for me because I'm trying to fall in love with these girls. They just want to try to smash. Wait, what you mean everybody's a whore? Like, just everybody. They just be fucking. They just want to fuck people and go home. I feel like that's everybody. (laughs) Literally. Like, you go, just go home. Literally. Like, like don't cuddle. Like, this one uh, girl. Yo, oh, I was like... <laughs> and then I started trying to act like a nigga. Like, all right, put your clothes on. Get out then. <laughs> and she was like, oh, why are you acting like that? Uh, Bitch, what you yeah, want? What do you want? What do you want? <laughs> You they want me wanna, to lay or you want or you want to leave? Yeah, oh my. They want to do it on their own terms. That's exactly. what it is. And it's just like even with that girl, like I was just uh, I was courting her way too much. She didn't deserve too shit. hard. Yeah, she, she didn't deserve shit. Question, Reese, because I the reason I don't ask this question to Casey is just because I feel like um, it's just like a gender a gender thing. Like <laughs> people don't like people don't assume what gay men the same thing. Cause, uh-huh. Let me ask the question first. Okay. <laughs> question. So do you feel like, I saw this on Twitter, um, a girl, a gay girl, a gay woman, gay person, they said um, that they feel like sh- when a straight girl knows they're gay, they sometimes feel like the girl's always trying to flirt with them. But then a lot of times they're not even attracted to the girl. Like they just feel oh. like straight straight girls try to flirt with them knowing just, that they're gay just because like they think they're they gay. Love seeing that. The girl, yeah, seeing they the love girl that. Like, will like and her And I do it too. Is Don't it? get me wrong. I eat that shit the fuck <laughs> up, bitch. <laughs> Yo, I be trying all my pickup lines on these straight bitches at my job. Like, yeah. oh, is God. this going to work today? I'm going <laughs> to try this at the club, but I'm going to try it on you first. <laughs> and it, it's cute. It's cute, but it's, yeah. it doesn't bother me. Like, okay. to the, It's almost like it's, it's funny, like and I'm practicing thing, yeah. how to flirt yeah. when I okay. actually don't yeah, even see. use these lines. And yeah, I think she, that like, girl is coming from like a, she feels like people just trying to play with her just because they know she's gay. And then... Maybe she might like the person back, and then he's like, "Girl, I'm just playing." Like, oh, yeah, like, oh, you just straight up, you just trying to flirt with me. 
Yeah. I could see how you um thought guys. Was yeah, because guys, guys are way yeah you're different. different. <laughs> guys would be like, do you think that straight men are? <laughs> you gay? I can't talk to you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yesterday, me and Hattie were out, and we were at Taboo, mm-hmm. and we went and got some food because the food the kitchen had closed, and some guys were trying to talk to us, and we were like, oh, we're at Taboo. They're like, oh, where you guys go? We're like, we're at Taboo. It's a gay club. They're like, oh, we can't go to no gay club. <laughs> we said, why? You just eating and drinking or whatever. And he was like, but. I'm a man, and I'm not gay. So then, if I go there, then I'm a gay. I was like, all right, driveway. Exactly. <laughs> like they be thinking too deep. Too yeah, deep. Too, too deep. Themselves. Like first of all, you're not even cute. Let's start there. That's it's it's black. It's be the ugly ones with the most shit to say. Your lips are crusty, brother. You touch me with them reptiles. Your lips are crusty. Your skin is dry. Your shoes are dirty. Like, please, please. Your car is rented. Sorry, let me stop. You can't afford me. <laughs> All right, let's Ooh. go to our next segment because we took way too long. <laughs> that was good. That was good I'll conversation, though. I loved it. <laughs> We're going to go into Hey Big Head. Hey Big Head is where we talk about our crush from last week or this week. So who's your Hey Big Head? <clears throat> Mine is Mary J. Blige. Oh, I saw the picture. On yes. Yeah. She's killing it. At, she's not even that old. She's like, I think she's not, she's not 50 yet. But I have uh, Mary J. Blige. <laughs> I have Mary J. Blige and Angela Bassett because they're just both older queens killing it. Yes, Angela yes. Bassett is literally. Telling I know it'll make no age. sense. Did you see that video when she did that kick? I said, no. now how many sixty-two-year-olds you know doing a kick that high? But I digress. She needs. She needs to send me her face, her skin routine. Period. For real. <laughs> period. Yes. Mine is Meg. I love Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. Wow. She officially got signed to Rock Nation, so I'm happy for her. She has money behind her now. I know how you, like, <laughs> you and Jay-Z are no, but on it's good not terms even, right now. It's all but. about money. If that's what, if everybody focused on money, then yeah, that's great. Congrats. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, yeah, she got her I mean, money. But Yeah, she got her money. She really deserves it, though, I feel like. She's been working really hard for no, it. No, yeah, she definitely does. Yeah, that was my head, big guys. Successful mixtapes. No, wasn't signed before oh, that, so. Yeah. yeah. Reese, do you have any hey, big guys? Yeah, I would really try to shoot my shot right now. I don't need to do that. So um, y'all can skip me. Okay. <laughs> That's great. All right, we're going to go into our media takeover segment where we weigh in on pop culture and current events from last week. Media takeover. Let's get it. Okay. First, I have Dave East. Okay. And yeah, I didn't even look at the story. You need to tell me. There's threesome going wrong. All these typos in my day. But, um, so I was listening to the radio. So, <laughs> anyway, Dave East, so it was a threesome going wrong. Um, it ended up, like, I guess the, one of them, he was showing more attention to one of them, and I, they just start fighting mm-hmm. after that. What? And they said somebody was throwing bottles, people was getting choked, whatever. But um, I was listening to the radio, and uh, <laughs> I was listening to the radio, and the DJ was like, well, I have three, there's three rules that come to three with threesomes. First of all, let it be somebody that you're not going to see again. Like, if you go to a city... <laughs> Come get find somebody. Okay, I was like, mm. and two, it said, S-E-D. don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> two, don't Come let it be it. your best friend or nothing like that. Don't let it be your best friend and like your significant other. And then let's say it's two girls, and then the guy, and then one is your best friend, and then now you got to worry about them in situations, awkward situations after that. Yep. I was hanging like, yeah, with, hanging without you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? And the last one, he was like. Um, another problem with threesomes is that you climax off the wrong person. I said, mm, never thought about that one. <laughs> I never think about that. That just blew my mind. <laughs> Wait, they fought though? <laughs> they were choking each other. Is there a video? Is, yeah, like, is no, there a video? No, there's no video. Oh, shit. 
That's wild. I, but they said nobody went to jail. But would y'all ever? Well, <laughs> has anybody? Well, talk to me. <laughs> would you Bruce guys ever engage in such activities? Huh? Would you guys ever engage in such activities? A threesome? I if think you about it. <laughs> but I'm a scary bitch. <laughs> no, I don't think I could. I, Why I mean, not? I don't know. I feel like that's doing too much. Like, I feel yeah. like it's too much going on. Like, I don't know. I don't think I can concentrate. Personally. It's like a video game. <laughs> it is. Like, you have to take over everything. I've had a threesome before. <laughs> you scary bitch. <laughs> oh, no. I told him I was in, I had a threesome. I wasn't specific with No, not about that. What? About what you were doing. What? what do you mean? Your, your career path. Oh, stripper? Yeah, before. Did you tell him? No. Atlanta? Oh, yeah, yeah. I told him. I okay, told okay, him. Yeah. What the fuck was you a stripper? Okay. Oh, Let's okay. get into some things, bitch. Because we were talking about this threesome. <laughs> I am comfortable within my own skin, so I can't explain was, it. What the fuck was, what was this? What year was this? 2001? <laughs> yeah. Yesterday. This was like yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Serious. Okay, so what happened was I... You can edit this out or no? I don't know. I might keep it because okay. I'm comfortable with it myself All right, right go now. ahead. So I was um, at the hospital, medical path, like I'm oh. doing all of that. I blah, remember blah, that. Blah. Yep. Um, so school ends and I need a full-time job. So I'm like, okay, I need to switch to full-time and I can work these hours. They were like, no, you can't switch to full-time. Your per diem will call you when we need you. Mm. So I was like, damn, but I need this. So I need the money. They were like, no, like you're not doing it. So I got laid off and then I was just laid off, had no job. And I was like, oh shit, I need money. I need income coming because I have these bills. Like I'm not just about to be, I'm not about to just lay here or whatever. Mm. So I hit up my cousin. My cousin's a stripper. Mm. So... I was like, yo, are you really a stripper? Because I just found out about it. I really found out about yeah. it. And then he was like, yeah, why, what's up? And I was like, because I want to do it. Like, I want the money. And then he was like, all right, so um, you have to send these pictures to this manager, and um, I can get you in. And I was like, okay, all right, let's do this. So I sent the pictures. My body's already lit. Everybody knows from Instagram. Hi. <laughs> a snack. So, yeah, I sent the pictures, and he was like, all right, you can come in. You can go. And then my first night was crazy. Like, it was really awkward. Um, my first night, I was like, okay, so it's so weird that I'm explaining this right Wait, now, was bro. This, was this local? No. Well, it was Philly. I started uh, off in Philly, and uh, then I moved to New York. So oh, okay. I was stacking up, and I was a good dancer. So people were starting to realize that they could start paying me. So I started getting paid to just show up. Ooh, so, yeah. Private events. Private events. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was intense. So my first night starting... Um, I was out there and it was just so awkward for me because I'm like, you already know me from school. Like, yeah. I'm like shy. I don't like talking to people like that. <laughs> and But it was money. So I had to figure. But one thing yeah. about me is once I figure something out, I learn it to a T. And I know I'm, I get really good at it. Yes. So that was the thing. So I peeped the situation for what it was. He was like, you got to give them massages first. Like, ease them. Into, yeah. Got to give them wow. the massages first. Ease them into it. And then after that, you go up stage. You go up on the stage and you start dancing. And I was like, all right. So I gave them massages, and then they started tipping me. I was like, all right, cool. And everybody likes the new guy. So <laughs> once I heard the right song, because the songs aren't like hip-hop, it's like techno, like that type. Because we're dealing with older, upper echelon white men, yeah. like older white men, that are afraid to say that they're actually gay. So they yeah. actually live straight lives. So you're providing a fantasy for them when yeah. they come in every night. So 
you um, go on stage and you start dancing, but I wasn't going on stage with no techno because I can't dance to techno. Like, I would have looked crazy, like, doing the robot and shit right. or whatever. <laughs> so, so once, I think it was, it was City Girls. City Girls came on. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, was okay, yeah, this is what it is. Like, this is what it is, and it's not what it was. So I jumped mm. on stage, and I was like, all right, let's get it, let's get it. And I start dancing. Everybody starts looking at me, throwing money at me, and I'm like, wow, like, I could really do this. A couple of, well, one month goes by because it wasn't, I stripped for four months. So, yeah, four months. Wow. So, one month goes by and I'm not getting the same money as I used to get. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this isn't working out. Like, one of the boys that I used to strip with was like, um, you need to go to New York. You need to go to New York. That's where you're going to make your money because you're mm-hmm. beautiful. And I was like, okay, all right, let me go to New York. So, after Pride, the most I made in one night was 1200 after Pride, um, I know female strippers make way more money than me. So I have, I like, I will bow down to a female stripper because they throw money at them. Yeah. But um, I went to Pride and made that. And then I was like, all right, I'm getting good. So I need to go to New York. I went to New York City. My first night was crazy because everybody there did not speak English. And it was just crazy. Oh, so, damn. yeah. So the guy, the manager, of course, the manager is white. So he's like, all right, just converse with the other people. Like, they'll show you where the back is. They'll show you where to put your bag. So I was talking to this one boy, and I was like, I need to go downstairs to the back so I can put my bag down. I'm I'm a stripper. And he was like, all right, all right. Little did I know he didn't speak English. So he took me to the back lap dance room, and he tried to give me a lap dance. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You're not getting what I'm saying. I'm one of you. Like, I'm a stripper. Like, we both dance. I'm a dancer. You're a dancer. And then he was like, okay, come on, come on. How much? How much? And then I was like, all right. So I walked away, and I went to some white boy that I saw. And I was like, "Um, where's the – yeah, he spoke English. He was white. Um, I was like, white boy, really dumb, (laughs) really dumb. (laughs) So he was like, yeah, it's back there. And so I put my bag down and then I started dancing, but that spot wasn't it. And then I went to one other spot. Actually, I went to two other spots and um, those were the money makers. So that's how my stripping career started. But where it ended was the disrespect. And I was not going to tolerate disrespect, especially I love to throw in people's face that I had three degrees and I'm not about that Ooh. shit if you're not about to give me the money. Yes. So first of all, <laughs> first of all, my last night was at a paid event. So I got paid to walk in and it was me and another guy. And the guy, what happens is when you're in a paid event and you strip, one guy goes up and then the other guy goes up and then you guys alternate for 30 minutes each. So... I was first because the other guy was late. So I went up for 30 minutes and the other guy came in for, he came in late or whatever. I saw him walk in. He was getting ready in the back. Um, All you have to do is take off your shirt, take off your pants. You have underwear on. Like it's not hard. So I could tell that he was already fucked up because all of these strippers are on Coke or they're on heroin or something else. Like when I was in Philly and I first started, there was a stripper on heroin in the bathroom. He got kicked out. So yeah, I have that video. So I can clock you if you want me to. Wow. I'm telling the truth. Um, but, yeah, so that particular situation, um, he came in late, and I was like, all right, my 30 minutes are up. It's going on 35 minutes. I'm about to walk off. Like, I'm tired at this point, dripping sweat. Like, I need to get to the back. Like yeah, like, I'm sweating, and these guys aren't paying me that much because I already got paid when I walked in. So I get off stage, and I just walk to the back like, fuck it. I'm going to make up my own thing. Like, I'm done. So I go to the back, and I talk to the stripper. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, he was like, I don't know what was wrong with him. He was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then I was like, yeah, I'm not going back up there. You need to go up there. Nobody's up there right now. And then he, like, waits, like, two or three more minutes, and he still doesn't go. Like, he's not comprehending what I'm saying. And so the manager walks back, and he's like, I know you're new to this, 
but you? yeah, to me. He was like, I know you're new to this, but this is not how it works. When you're on stage, you're on stage, and you get off when they come. And I was like, well, I've been on stage for 30 minutes, sir, and it's been a little extra after that, so you're going to have to figure that out with him because I'm not the one you should be yelling at right now. And so the guy was just looking at him all dumb or stupid, and he was like, yeah, you can't do that again. And so I was like, that was, this was my last night. I was like, all right, let me pack up all my shit. In my mind, I'm like, I'm out. Fuck this. I don't need this. I can get something some other way. I can, there's always money. The world's full of money. I don't need this. I packed my bags, and then I walked the fuck out. On the way out, I saw one of the other managers. He's like, where are you going? You're leaving? You're leaving? I was like, no, I'm just going for a smoke break. I'll be right back. (laughs) And then I left. Blocked his number. Never seen him again. So that was the end of my strip career. Yes. (laughs) We got into a deep conversation (laughs) over media takeover. It's very much tea. Oh, wow. Very much so. (laughs) Very much. I can't even scroll. (laughs) (laughs) So... The R. Kelly saga continues. <laughs> what do you do? Oh wait, did, did you hear about the um the bond? So and there's a hundred. Put the bond out. Hundred. Yeah. So she won't have money back. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so she's on the shade room. Wait, the girl that, that oh she owned like the daycare and the uh, yeah. Diner. Okay, so a suburban woman. Wait, what's her name? Suburban. Suburban woman. What's her ethnicity? Valencia Love. They didn't say her ethnicity. Like, they're trying to keep that disclosed. She probably is black, though. She is black. I I saw some picture of her. But she... Are you sure you know Filipinos? (laughs) (laughs) Because we have a black name. (laughs) No, she... um, Because she owns a restaurant and a daycare. So all you have to do is find her restaurant. Okay. She got the founder. So she gave up the 100K, the bond. And then he went back for other charges. But the thing was, so this is what happened. So she hired a lawyer, an attorney, to try to get her money back. But this bitch was so fucking dumb that she didn't read. She signed a surety. And that's literally what you sign, like the contractual agreement you sign before you give the bond away. So she signed that. And in that agreement, it said, I quote unquote, I may lose my money. So she's fucked. Like, you're not getting that fucking money back. And she's upset. Like... Why would you do that, first of all? And then he has the two other women. I don't even get why she did that. She said she met him on a cruise. Met who? R. Kelly. Yeah. What's her story? Please continue. (laughs) She met him on a cruise, and what possessed She met R. Kelly on a Lake Michigan cruise, and then she posted the 100K bond. I think, I don't know, it doesn't say their backstory or anything like that, but she had to fuck him. Like, they had to had sex or something like that. For her, her to be so hypnotized, I don't get. I don't. I don't get what's going on there. That is crazy. <laughs> iffy. Hypnotized. Lord so, but I was on YouTube and they had the whole court thing on YouTube and I was just. I was just watching it and it was so funny because the judge was just like, "Well, it says this, you dumb bitch. Like, and this is why you're not getting your money back." Oh my god. Should have read the fine print. Yep. So now she has to lose her money and now she has to pay her lawyer. So. Have fun with that. Dummy. <laughs> Dummy. Oh, dumb. Dummy bunny. So our next segment is your wildin', sweetie. You're wildin', sweetie. <laughs> that segment is where we talk about what who we think was oh, doing the absolute most from last week or this week. So who is your wildin'? I have Takashi 69. I'm so confused on this yeah. whole situation. I'm yeah. confused. Okay, so he's snitching, but like... How do we, why, how does everybody have all the information? How do people have what he's saying in court? Mm-hmm. Because on a regular court case, we're not seeing, we don't know what R. Kelly's saying in court. Yeah. I, I'm confused. Why is everybody tweeting about it saying, well, guess what? At this moment, Sakashi said this, this, and this, and he told on this person. It's like, this don't, it don't seem right to me. But he's still yeah. wilding for snitching, I mean. 
No, yeah, yeah, he's definitely Cold wilding district, for snitching. Yeah. But I feel like every, I, I don't know if it was like, the, are there people that sit in that for the sit, court? Yeah, most definitely. It was but probably like, them. It had to be them. But yeah, like, write the notes. Yeah, but like, how is this getting out to twit? Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. How is like everything he's saying? Like, testimony and stuff like that doesn't really just pop up on the internet. It was on Facebook. Okay, so I saw a YouTube video. You know I love YouTube. So <laughs> I saw a YouTube video about the whole thing and how he snitched on everybody, and they were talking about how some one of the people in the actual court started writing it on Facebook. I don't know if that's legal yeah, or not. but it's, he, uh, It can be. I don't know. But um, I think the court case is over right now. So. But why would you want to come out? If you come out, you might as well just evacuate yeah, the country. Yeah, if you come out, it's over with, with you. you. Like, you snitched on mad people. You might go to Peru or something. And they're all bloods, like... Stupid! That's crazy. You start mentioning rappers, it's like, what? It's crazy because he had money and he just got into it for no reason. Like, they said yeah. it started off all over a music video. Yeah. That's when he first started to be a blood. Like, you already had the money. You didn't even need to do that. So now he's financing. Allegedly, I don't want to say any of this shit and get sued, but allegedly from the video I saw, they said that he was financing all of the, like, blood activities, yeah, like guns, guns and, and stuff. It's hiding like, shit and all of that. It's like, why would you, you join dummy. something like yeah, that? Yeah, like, you're so dumb that's just what, for the street cred? Yo, what is he? Is you know, he's Mexican, though. He's trying to be down. Like, Not even for the street cred, because it's like... If it was for the streaker, you would know to follow the rules and you don't snitch and get up there and start telling everybody. Yeah. Like, what? You was funding them, but you start, like, you're off. Yeah. And that's the crazy part. No I was also, I also saw in the video that, like, he had, he passed the initiation uh, phase where you had to, like, cut um, somebody's face or something like that. Cut somebody's face off. Crazy. Who's face skin? They probably still ain't find a body yet. Where they face? <laughs> like, they probably still. They probably still didn't find the body yet. They probably didn't. That is terrible. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> All right, that wraps up our segment section, but we do have a guest. So, yes. Reese, I'm going to talk to you about your experience being a queer woman of color, and I want you to start from the beginning. So, tell us your story. Tell us from the beginning to the end, like you're growing up, um, high school oh, phases, okay. college phases, to we, now. Uh, I was just talking to my mom about this because. Being a black woman is tough. Like, as far as, you know, the stereotypes that go along with it. And it's just like, from an early age, I didn't understand why my mom did things the way she did. For example, like, she didn't let me grow up with my dad's family. I could have easily gone over there and just, you know, I'm, I begged her forever. Let me stay with my grandma. She's like, no, no, no. And... I didn't realize till literally today how much that has shaped me because um, most recently my dad's best friend got locked up again <laughs> but not only that my dad's best friend's niece was found today uh, she 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 was found in a trunk dead oh my bullet, God. bullet to the head like literally like dead. You know, and it's from, you know, drugs and just being, you know, caught up in that lifestyle, you know, trying to, I guess, trying to make it. I don't know. Like, that's what they do. Like, that's that's the way, you know, that's the only way they think they can make it, you know. And it's just so sad because it's due to ignorance, mm -hmm. you know. So I definitely uh, I'm happy that I grew up where I grew up, but. Not only that, I, I dealt with struggles there as well. And um, growing up in a white community, being the only, you know, black girl is is is, is different. <laughs> that shit real different. <laughs> I, I felt very uncomfortable in my blackness. I did not 
want it. Like, I got to a point where I started rejecting it in, um, in high school. But it was completely unrealistic. <laughs> Everybody knew it. They're looking at you like, bitch, you can say you're not black all you want, but your skin is black. <laughs> like, your parents are black. Like, oh, you said you weren't black? I was that bitch. Oh, I was Jesus. that bitch. I was. I really, I really struggled with, um, you know, loving myself and just, just, I really struggled. I didn't know that black people were the shit. <laughs> I dead ass did not know. Because of the people around you, they weren't yeah. black. So you're my not my environment, black exactly. Yeah. My environment, who, who who was getting asked out, who, who got crushed on, you know, who was checking the yes box. Do you got a crush? Yes. It was all the, the white girls the white was getting girls, it. Yeah. They was getting mm-hmm. asked out to the prom, the dance, this, that. I was like, wow, let me try that. <laughs> Please. <laughs> it's like, bitch, how? <laughs> like, yeah, how? Lord. Like, how? So it's like, I definitely struggled, you know, and I, it got to a point where people that I thought were my friends, they weren't my friends. No matter how, like, how hard I tried, I could never do it. So... Yeah, it's, it was it was just tough, you know. When did you realize, though? When did you start embracing your blackness? Oof. You know, this is actually very sad, but after um, high school, I went to college, community college, and I took an African-American history course and I had a white man tell me about how great black people were. <laughs> Wait, excuse me. Yo, your African-American history class was taught by a white man? A white man. I would have dropped it. I know, I know. But that's good that that came out of that. Bro, that's the craziest thing. Like, yo, when I tell you he really taught me to, like, love my people, like, just from a history standpoint, just knowing what we did, Mm. the stuff they don't teach you about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's because, like, African-American history is American history. Yeah. They don't teach us. It's not a requirement at all. So, Mm -hmm. you know, just to open up a damn book and just see, like, all this awesome shit that we did and that we were a part of, it just blew my mind. I felt like I was in church. Like, I was like, amen. Keep going. (laughs) Keep going, white man. Like, like, literally. Like, literally. So, it's like, I went on my own journey as well. Like, with my, my, my family and, you know, where they grew up. Because my grandma is... I have two grandmas. One immigrated from Jamaica, and the other one was born here in America. Mm. So, she was uh, she was raised in Sumter, South Carolina. That was a slave state. Mm. So, during Reconstruction, she was dead-ass living on her former slave master's plantation. plantation and thought that shit was cool, mm-hmm. bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, thought he was doing them a favor by letting yeah, them was... live where they at. <laughs> My grandma was five years old picking cotton, I swear to fucking mm. God. Like, so, yeah. like, to just hear the history and then, have you it. know, have it merged with your actual family history is just, it's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. And it teaches me so much and it, it's just like, yo, you're fucking awesome, dude. It's like nobody yeah. gotta tell you that. Nobody else, none of these white people, not in the textbook, none of these, not that. You gotta tell your own self, and you and you have to know that. And it's just like, how do we teach young black women to know that they're fucking great? Like, in 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 the face of all of these, you know, adversities, like not being picked, not being chosen. Oh, you're pretty for a dark-skinned girl. Like, stuff like that. Like, yeah. how do we teach them to, you know, remain courageous and just keep going and just believe in themselves when it's just like, 
everybody's telling you not. Yeah, it's really, it's, You're it's, not it's, really, it. it's really hard because everything that we do is structured around anti-blackness. Like, everything, everything. we do, everything is anti-black. But, you know, some people don't, oh, I'm being too, it's, you know, I'm doing too, too much. much. Yeah. But, too much. But literally everything, if you're focusing on European standard beauty, if you're focusing on, well, you can't be fat, you can't be, this, you have to be healthy, you can't do this, you can't get the, like, even uh, veganism. People talk about being vegan and all that stuff. That's a luxury. Like, for, for some people, that's literally a luxury. And people are like, oh, well, y'all can plant gardens. Who's teaching? Who taught black people to plant a, a damn garden? When there's not even a fucking grocery store right, in my right. neighborhood. Right. I, you live in the pro, you live in the projects, and I'm gonna take right here where we're at for an example. What did they build um, last year? This year, a Burger King across from one of the two craziest projects in the city. Mm-hmm. They don't have. They don't even have dirt to build to to garden. <laughs> Everything is concrete. Yep. They got a Burger King across the street. Our, this city has one grocery store. With eighty thousand people that live in it, so we live in a desert, a food desert. You have corner stores. You, you only got fifty cent. Mm-hmm. So you go to buy a honey bun or go scrape up a dollar to buy one peach. Literally exactly. Literally. Like, they go and buy the honey bun because you get two for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's smart very, shopping. Unre- it's unrealistic for people to say, "Oh, you can be vegan. Just plant, build your own garden." People don't have the education to do that. Mm-hmm. Where where are they going to find an education? Not in not in Camden, not in the city, not in the inner city. So for people to say it's it's easier than you guys think. You can buy this and buy that. It's easy for us because we never had to think about the things people had to go through when they don't got food around. They don't have money. Mm-hmm. So uh, shoot, exactly. My, and they just like expect. It's crazy because they like. They oppress us so much, and then like they're like, "Oh, why? Well, why can't you do this?" And it's like, "Oh, cause you're black." Like, bitch, no! Yeah. I, the odds are stacked against me, yeah, and right. I have to try ten times harder right. to get to where you're at. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, yo, it's it's tough. It's tough. It's frustrating as fuck. Yeah. I want to hear your coming out story, and I want to hear how. Did you have a coming out story actually? No. You well, didn't. Well, it was like hard, naturally. Hard. Really? It was like organic, I want to say. But yeah, duh, that you're gay. What do you mean? Like, there's there's no straight coming out. (laughs) There's no straight coming out story. I really want to know how, like, (laughs) I want to know how they intertwine with each other, like being black and being gay, and how that made you feel, and your coming out story, and your comfortability with your family, most importantly. Um, definitely not comfortable with my sexuality. I'm not. Um, I am now, but it definitely took me a long time because even people I dated, they were friends. They weren't my actual girlfriend. I wouldn't introduce them to my family like that. And being black is tough because you, boy, you know the stigma of homo, (laughs) being homosexual. Like, you know the stigma, like. Oh my God! God forbid I I take a woman to go see my Jamaican grandma at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> she would I can imagine. bleed the blood of Jesus all over me. Like it would, re- I would be anointed. It would be my oh. baptism at, literally at the Christmas. So yeah. it's like um, said, a girl. it's something oh, that yeah. I'm not. I don't I don't speak with my mom's uh, side of the family in regards to my sexuality. Besides my cousins, like the older people, really. I could give two shits. I don't yeah. have to inform you at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's exactly how I operate. Uh, if you see me on the internet kissing a girl, okay, cool. That's it great. is what it is. This but is my life. This exactly, is how I live it. <laughs> but I never uh, felt comfortable enough to actually vocalize my gayness. But my little sister did. And that's... Your little like, sister's gay? My little sister's bisexual. Mm-hmm. Oh, she? I and, didn't know that. Yeah, and she... 
really opened her mouth mm. and said something to her mom, but her mom told my dad, and then my little sister had to tell my dad. My so my sixteen year old sister came out before me, and I'm twenty four years old. But do you think it's that? The, go ahead. I was gonna say, do you think that it's more they're they're more accepting of someone being bisexual than being gay? Of course, um, I think so. They might look at that like, oh, it's a phase. I she likes both, so she might end up. She she has a chance and might end up. With I a guess man. that could be more accepting, but yeah. still, it's it's uh, you can you're still with the girl. Yeah, still, yeah, you know, you can. Yeah. There's still that you know that option. Like you yeah. have it open. So I'm not sure. I don't know. My dad's mad chill about it. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish that I did actually come out to him. Uh, because like I don't know. I just feel like it's something I should just say. Like that, I'm gay. Okay, cool. Let's keep it going. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like you know what I mean. Yeah. But I never actually did it, and it's crazy because my cousins are like, "Oh yeah, your dad knows. <laughs> You're just waiting for you to say something." Yeah. But I'm not saying shit. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to deal with that. But um, I actually came out to my mom, and it was a very emotional experience. It was way too much. It was actually very overwhelming. We were like screaming in a Dunkin' Donuts parking lot. I was like, I'm gay. And she was like, I know. And it was like, we were crying and it was just like a lot because she told me about how um she she tried it. She tried it. My mom used to strip back in her day and uh, she had a customer who was a little stud <laughs> trying to wife her up. But at the time she had a kid you know, so she was like, my kid's going to be confused with two moms. And it's just like, you know, even that comment, that yeah. that, that comment makes me uncomfortable toxic, right yeah. now. It's just like, ah, like I want a kid. Like, yeah. like, but my mom is like, you know, she made that decision to not have me involved in that. But I just like, don't get me wrong. My mom did a great job, but it's like. The nigga wasn't around. We had. I just had. Yeah, I like, yeah. like you right. didn't. You didn't fill that place. Right, it's not fill that. Confused. Like, it's like, well, if it's empty. Not, right, <laughs> it's non-existent. Right, like, if like my biological parent is not there, but you don't want me to be around another woman because you're gonna be confused. That like, I'm already it's a woman, confused. Right, yeah. but she's treating me good. It's treating you good, and we live a nice life. Like, exactly. what, why does that even matter? Like, why would you, you not rather, want that support? Why right. would you rather? Take the hard way. Take yeah. the bus. Walk, skip, and jump. You would rather me have a a, a a male figure that's not there than have a, <laughs> a woman, a woman that could be there for you, exactly. right? They're doing like a great crazy. ass job. Yeah. Exactly. So, no, but I wonder if she still feels those feelings towards women, or if it was just like. Oh no, something. she still feels this. She does. She, yeah. Oh, okay. We most recently talked about this. She was like, "It's just something about a warm dick in me," and I was like, oh, "Mom." <laughs> Mom. <laughs> Oh yeah, the gayness. Cra- yeah, like, she crazy. just like because the dick is just so good. Yeah. Like she would. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, have, but, you had, have you had sex before? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you like it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I've never had sex with a guy before, and that's okay. what she thinks. Like she's that, like, oh, if you had sex with a guy, you no. it would be life changing. No. Yeah, I, and I, I, that's people have always said that. But like, if I was, if you were a man, and I said you never had sex with a man before, people would be like, that's just a crazy thing yeah. to say. Yeah. But for a woman, people think that you're missing like, like something. That's regular. Yeah, like, like I'm the one losing. <laughs> yeah. Like, excuse me, mom. Do you know I have a dick in my closet? <laughs> so, like it's regular. <laughs> no, but dick literally and, repulses and, you. Like <laughs> my mom was like, "What are you gonna lick me forever?" I'm like, like to the girl. To There's the stud, tools. The <laughs> no. There's attachments for that. <laughs> like, like, I'm dead. She's but like it that. is. But she says she she tried it, so it's like. 
you like we always say it's a spectrum. So yeah. she just likes men more. That's yeah. the yeah. Unless she's that's trying to convince herself she that's don't. That's what it but, is, yeah. You know, that's what When did yeah, you lose your virginity, Reese? Uh, all right, so let's clarify virginity here. Yes, let's do it. What do you mean by virginity when it comes to a gay? Do you, do you I mean feel like me actually being penetrated, or have okay. you ever had anything inside of you from another girl? Yes, but she didn't do it right, so I told her to stop. Oh. <laughs> so that was your virginity being lost. Why? No, that's so sad. You, uh, that's my story. Please take it back, Michelle. No, I was gonna that. say. No, I was gonna say anything. Anything sexual is you know. Yeah, you virginity. Your virginity. Yeah. Or you anything feel like sexual. Reese. Yeah. Reese, do you feel <laughs> like? Help me out. Give me a couple years. <laughs> Reese, do you feel like you coming is losing your virginity? Oh damn. Do you feel like you have to no, meet A lot that? of bitches ain't I reached saw. that point yet. <laughs> that is so real. Yeah, I think it's 50. You still haven't got to that point. Have you ever came, though? Oh, yeah. I work wonders. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm for myself. I do it for me. Trust me. A bitch comes through for herself. But for other people, I'm like I said, I'm still trying to get comfortable in my sexuality. Like, I really... I'm not a don't-touch-me type bitch, but I'm an at-at type bitch. Like, uh-huh. I'm like, yo, you gotta chill. And or somebody has to have patience with me, like literally, like you have to want to learn me. You can't just Starting. go in there and start clicking all the buttons and then yeah. being like, whoop, 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 and I'm done. That's not gonna work. I'm gonna run. It's gonna be over. Like, you know. So it's definitely a learning experience still till this day. Like I, I want to get dick down. I do. I do. By some bitch. I, 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 I do. Like, I do. Like, <laughs> no, a bitch might be by. Who knows? Yeah, but these yeah. niggas ain't shit. So yeah, I ain't I mean, even trying to play in that type of water right now. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, stick to what I know. Yeah. And, oh, you know, I'll, I'll just, you know, just try to find somebody who is just patient enough that wants to learn my body like how I learn their body. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I love whatever. It. I, I love it. So you have a mixtape coming out. I do. Are you excited for the release? When are you I, releasing it? I'm supposed to be doing it right now, but it'll come It's out. a work in progress. I, honestly, I'm very excited for it because it's just a lot of songs that I've been holding on to for a very long time. And it's just like, yo, if you don't put it out, you'll stay stuck in mm. the same spot over and over again. And I feel like right now I'm definitely growing. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm growing. I'm changing up the way that I produce. Like so, I have to, I have to just let all this old shit go, just so I can progress. And so you can let the new shit in. That's exactly what's going hey. on. I'm letting go of my past relationship with this mixtape. I'm letting go of you know songs that I've just been trying to make better but bitch this is all you can do with this type of equipment <laughs> like yeah. you gotta you just gotta try again yeah. <laughs> try again so <laughs> that's what i'm doing this is like a let go and let god yeah. take. <laughs> so, so for all of the creators that were going through what you were going through like the self-doubt and shit like that what do you like advice what are you Bro, gonna give them get rid of it let it go just mm-hmm. literally hot off the press your first idea go with it like mm-hmm. don't second guess yourself because you're you're just holding yourself back. Like you're you're not getting anything done. You're like SpongeBob writing the really yeah. hard sprint, yeah. sweating. But yeah. you're just you just got the. Right. Nothing Go else. for it. Like where's your progress? Where's your growth? Show me something else. Show me show me uh you and that's what I like. Like when I drop these tapes, uh the last time I dropped a uh, mixtape was in two thousand sixteen with my last relationship. 
So, like, you know, I'm just, like, you know, getting to relationships with girls and then making songs about them and then dropping a mixtape about how they ain't shit. And mm-hmm. this, <laughs> it's reoccurring, but I'm trying to grow. <laughs> it's reoccurring, but, you know. You know Wait, so you- how did you get out of it, though? Like, how did you get out of the self-doubt and everything like that? Like, you just decided um, to just, do it? No, honestly, I just have a great support system. Like, I really, um, I'm inspired by all my friends, everybody around me. So it's like, you know, that, that energy, it, it, it feeds, it feeds, you know, and I get it, I give it, I get it, and I give it. And this time, Nicole Raglan, <laughs> Daddy, Daddy Rags, Zaddy Rags on she Instagram. definitely put Hi. the battery in my bag. She's like, what are you waiting for? This shit is hot. <laughs> and like how you, you know, when I sent you the DM about the Jersey Club song that was supposed to go on my, on, yeah. I didn't do it. Why? And it's like, Exactly. Crickets. Why? why? There's no reason why. Tell them that it's human. Oh, no. Why? Literally, why? Michelle. That should do me that way. Rest in peace, Mike. Okay. But, like, like, I'll literally have the song, like, the song is done. Mm-hmm. The, the cover art is done. All cover I gotta art. Do, literally. All I got to do is click the button, and right. I don't, like, that's how close it be. So, it's just, like, yeah. Why? Exactly. Why are you waiting for it? Do it. I feel that. How did you start DJing? How did you start producing, DJing? How did you get into that realm? Okay. DJing. (laughs) This is going to take me back. I ain't ain't never been back this far. (laughs) So I actually started um, mixing music back in high school. And I did it because I was so gay. And I didn't know how gay I was. I loved the dancers on the dance team. And I literally would do anything. No, they were pretty. They were bad. <laughs> All of them were bad. Still to this a... day, no. they are bad. No. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> can we edit this part out? We bro? can, we can, we can. Okay, because that was my whole heart. But like, I ended up making uh, mixes for like Spirit Week and things like that. So that just grew into me actually having an interest to learn how to DJ because. I just I just wanted to please these women so much. So, yeah, <laughs> like literally. So and I was good at it. Yeah, I was fucking good at it. So I just kept going. I got my first controller from DJ Millie Mill. Shout out to him. I fucking love DJ Millie Mill. And um, yeah, I bought it for like forty dollars. Uh, it was supposed to be like ninety or something. He he hooked me up with a little deal because he had a crush on me. And Aww. I ain't never give them the rest of the money back. <laughs> shout out <laughs> to DJ Melino. Right, shout out. But, yeah, for real. So that was my first controller. It was USB. I was doing uh, little mixes for on virtual DJ, trying to pump them out for these girls. And that's exactly what it was. It was. It just went up from there. I just like locked myself in a room when these girls were not paying attention to me. I locked myself in my room, and I was just mixing for hours mm-hmm. and that's when hookah was popping yeah. so I had my little hookah <laughs> and I was fucking going so yeah Pass that's me hookah alright last words wrapping it up oh, Michelle God. last words what are your last Damn, words uh, I always pick you first I, uh, <laughs> I put you um, under pressure let's see like we I feel like a theme that we've been you know going off of uh, today is just stop second guessing yourself and go for it because and even when you do go for it and if you fail keep going find a different way to fight yeah. Exactly. Amen. Yes. That is beautiful, yeah. That is beautiful. 
I'm going to piggyback off of that and say everybody has a struggling season. Like I was talking about my venting session, and I feel like it's necessary for you to realize that and realize that struggling is a spectrum and that you need to figure out yourself first. So that's my message. Mm -hmm. Try not to drag. DJ Reese hyped up Reese. Yeah. You got a final Anything message? you put your mind to, do that shit. Don't play yourself. <laughs> Don't sleep on yourself because everybody will sleep along with you. Okay? And, uh, amen. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay? Everybody because be snoozing. I swear to God. I'm going to talk about this because I don't know when you're dropping this, but Go ahead. it'll be Go ahead. It'll be fine. Um, I actually submitted myself into like a, a B competition and I got chosen as a fucking final contestant and it's just like Hey. How the fuck? What the <laughs> fuck? When the fuck? So, what, you didn't think it was... You know, I didn't think I was going to make it at all. You didn't think you were a competitor. Like, like I, didn't even, I didn't even think I was in a margin market. Like, I thought, you know, I was just, just clicking buttons, right. you know? Yeah. And I, I'm actually talented. And that's the thing. You got to believe in your shit. Yeah. Like, yo, if you don't believe don't, in you, who else going to believe in you? Exactly. Like, it's the first person that needs to believe in you is you. Right. You. Don't downplay your talents. Yes. You can do it, baby yeah. girl. Nice. And yeah, see you guys next week. Toodles. Bye. See you.